drove more than five minutes? That's a long way. Who drove less than five minutes? Yeah, right there. Who drove more than 45 minutes to get here? Yeah, 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 all right. Who drove more than an hour to get here? Still, Robin and Tina in the back. Who drove more than an hour and 15 minutes to get here? Yeah, okay, so an hour, yeah, they're out at uh, Fort Gibson Lake. They're out at Fort Gibson, and y'all are from Coweta. Yeah, and Owasso, how's my, how are my Owassoans in the house? Uh-huh, mm-hmm. They all sit on one row, I suppose. I didn't know that was how that worked. Okay. <laughs> If you're from Broken Arrow, sit here, please. If you're from Kiwita, sit here. <laughs> from the surrounding neighborhood. Um, well, how's church's mission? Oi. Y'all want to say it with me? Is <laughs> to connect people with God and with each other in an atmosphere of love and grace. As a faith community, we are committed to living relationally according to our, the values of our ethos. Go ahead and say it with me. Married, divorced, and single here, it's one family that mingles here. Conservative and liberal here, we've all got to give a little here. Doubt and believe here, we all can receive here. LGBTQIA plus and straight here, there's no hate here. Woman, man, and trans here, Every gender, binary or non, can here. Whatever your race here, for all of us a place here. Rich or poor here, class differences dissolve in here. Able-bodied or differently abled, you're part of the body of Christ here. Neurodivergent or neurotypical, you have the mind of Christ up in here. Popular and accepted, or cast out and rejected. Come on, somebody preach. We all belong in Christ here. In imitation of the extravagant love God has for each of us and all of us, let us live and love the best we can by putting people first and labels second. We could say it this way from Paul's letter to the folks at Corinth about 1950 years ago. Come here, Annie. Anna Claire, this is for you. You want to do this with me? Okay. <laughs> All right, this is my, All right, my, my moment. Love is chill. Love is dank. It does not thirst. It does not flex. It is not extra. It does not cancel others. It is not sus. It is not salty. It keeps no receipts. Love does not spill tea but rejoices with the woke. It always stands, it's always fam, is always goat, and always slays. <laughs> Give her a big round of applause, come on. So we say, let it be done and let it be so, amen, and the people said, amen. A good mo I put her on the spot for that, so thank you, Anna Claire, for coming up and just working with it because she responded so well over Zoom when we did that the other month, and I love that. Um, 
that uh, love translation from the urban translation. <laughs> so good morning again. This indeed is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Let us thank God for our many blessings, all of which have led us to this moment together with this technology, with the sharing of space, with the vehicles that brought you here, with the air in your lungs. We gather in the spirit of peace to remember why we are here and to learn about our life in Christ and why it matters and to remind one another of who we are and whose we are. You can expect, expect about, I don't know, two, three, four hours together today. The Spirit's going to move in a mighty, wonderful way. Um, people are going to get cray-cray. I'm just kidding. But the Spirit is going to move. And we are going to be open to the flow and the wisdom of the Lord. We're going to be mindful and respectful of one another's space. If you would like to stand, no, don't stand. Just kidding. I was kidding. Let's do announcements. Let's do announcements. Then we'll sing it together. I know I'm, I'm changing it up just a little bit. I have um, prayer requests, comment cards, and welcome cards over on this table. And I do believe there are pins over there. If you would like to fill one out if you're new here or if you have a prayer or comment, a way that you see from your perspective that we could do things differently that might make people more comfortable, I would love to hear that. We would just love to make you feel more at home here in the house and then simply drop those cards in the offering box, which is also over there. The church apps, you all know that we have two different church apps. One is a closed, secure church app directory that has everyone's information in it, and you have to have credentials with a username and login to pass it to, to log in. Um, that's the one on the right. And then the church app over on the left has all of our audios from previous services. It has um, devotionals for me that I write on occasion, we have all of our news feed. I especially like this part here, the news feed. It has everything from our social media. So if you have finally pulled the plug on social media and are no longer on there but want to know what's happening on our social feed, you can just click that button without ever having to go on social. It also has everything of the events and all of our audios are streamed there. So really, really easy to use. What's up next? The HCT Food Pantry. If you have a need or if you would like to bring some things to stock up the pantry as you first walk in the door, please do that. If you see something in there that would be really helpful and save you a trip to the store after church, by all means, take that can of beans. Do it. It's okay with me. And if you have some things that you would like to offer, that would be great as well. Thank you for giving. It makes a difference. Um, you can give through the church app or you can give with cash or check today. Um, we are just going up and up, leveling up this year. I have some good things to share with you about where I see us going. Um, we have been here in this church building for a number of years. I guess we're going on maybe five or six years that we've been in here. And I really have a sense that we need to have our own home. I've been saying that. And as a leader, I continue to speak out the future and the vision of this church to let you know that it has not perished. The vision is still very much alive for us to have a place where we can, as a family, make memories together. Um, I do want to say uh, that I apologize for any strong sewage smells that you might smell <laughs> in here today. Um, uh, <laughs> we had this pipe 
uh, burst up on the first floor, and it flooded that whole area back there as you first walk in, the entry area. And there's carpet that still needs to come up. And if you noticed, it's kind of looking it, uh, dusty from the, the mud that's been sanded on the sheetrock and stuff. But they've been working on it, which is partly why we haven't been here in the house, um, because it's been just a big mess. It's just been in full-on remodel. And evidently, they're having some sewer problems as well. Um, and so and at this point, you can say, yay, we're just renting here, and these are not our problems. And in other ways, we still have to support them, and we still we still pay for this space. And um, and I really want to say, did everybody make it in okay through the parking lot? I know we had one person fall, and I just want to man, I am so sorry. Um, we want to pray for you. We want to file a lawsuit. Whatever you need to do, um, just to get as much money as you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, that was just terrible. That I know. I I saw that ice that out there. Was it still out there when y'all came in? I came in at like 825 and I had to tiptoe like up the parking lot to get around it. Um, that was really difficult. So yeah, um, I would like you to stand. Please let's stand up. Um, make sure you have your masks on. And this is a time for grace and peace. I especially want to welcome Caden, Caden, yeah, not Cadence, but Caden, Caden to the house. Everybody say, what's up, Caden? Um, and Piper, is Piper still sitting over there? And Piper, too. Um, welcome to the house. So as we do grace and peace, I really want you to be mindful and respectful of people's physical space. And we want to stay as healthy as we possibly can. So no touching the baby's face. Can everybody say amen? Can all the mothers in the house go, thank you very much? <laughs> don't touch my face. Don't touch my hair. Don't touch anything. Everybody stay away from each other. In fact, let's just forget great. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I want you to bow at one another, see one another in, in the eyes, and let yourselves feel at home. God bless you as you greet one another in the name of the Lord.
All right, you guys, I need some help this morning. Guess who is missing? <laughs> Heidi is missing from this church space. Because Heidi is uh, missing. <laughs> Heidi is sick, very, very, very sick with flu and possibly COVID. Did you hear that, Heidi? She's on Zoom, so she heard. Can we just pray for all of our friends who are not able to be in the house because they're recovering from a sickness? Go ahead. Um, so I picked a, a couple songs that I know that you guys can sing along with. Um, and I would really ask for you to sing. You know, maybe put your mask on for sure. Or if you feel comfortable without it, that's fine. Um, I'll do my best. Um, singing is not my first um, skill set. Um, but I'm, I'm, you guys with me, though, on it? I mean, are you cool with it? Because we're going to just sing and, you know, sing our hearts out to the Lord. Um, there's an open, some open spaces up here. If some of you want to come up here, maybe feel like you're more socially distanced up here. Can you guys understand me okay? Can you hear me all right? So we're going to do Holy Mountain. My wife wrote this song. I love this song. These words mean a lot to me. Um, we wrote this at a time when we were having some distress at home. Um, our marriage was new and uh, young. Anybody ever had the new marriage blues or some sort of thing like that where you're trying to figure out your communication styles? Maybe you're trying to figure out um, what your love languages are. Maybe uh, you're 10 years down the road, you're still trying to figure that out, okay? <laughs> and you can laugh at that. That was a joke. That was a real joke. Uh, yeah. So I just want you to sing with me today. Imagine two very broken-hearted ministers. My wife is actually gone today. She's ministering at another church. Um, Reverend, Reverend Labak. Um, imagine two very broken-hearted women trying to work it out in the house. And she wrote this song based on Psalm 2. Psalms, the Psalm number 2. Are y'all loud enough? Do you have your volume up? Okay, good. <laughs> Here we go. You are my refuge. Come on. You are my strength. A little bit faster, guys. When I am confused, when I have strength, you are my refuge. Come on. You are my strength. When I am confused, when I have strength, so take me up, 
past the place where kings have stood just when i believe i'm broken your word reminds me i am good i was born holy you guys are awesome and betrayed i've died to old ways and i've been raised i was born holy i've been betrayed i've died to old ways and i've been Just when I believe I'm broken, your word reminds me I am good. I am, I am yours. I am your star there just little I whoo thank you God just when we believe we are broken we have fallen into the ditch again we have tripped over the same stuff again your joy and laughter cover us and your word reminds me that I am good yeah yeah the failures of life can make you feel like you're not enough but today the word reminds us that we are good we are good. Yes. Yeah, we are. I say yes to that. Heidi, too. Heidi, I miss you. Woo! <laughs> Heidi, Jesus, help. Y'all singing out there with me. <laughs> hey, all right, Sean. Thank you for that. 
Thank you for that. Come up here and grab this base and see what you can do with it. Grab it. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> is that what that is? Oh, okay. All right. Oh, hallelujah. Do you all want a peace blessing or do you want another song? <laughs> another song. All right, let's do it. Oh, Jesus. I do want a peace blessing after this next song, and then we're going to see what we do. So this is called um, Strong Tower. Now, I love this song. The other night when I was here, we were here cleaning. There was a few of us here cleaning. And um, Heidi and the band wrote this song. You guys can go ahead and start playing. Um, Heidi and the band wrote this song. Remember when we were meeting at the bar out in Jenks um, with Kevin Smith, Kevin and Amy Smith? Well, one night they were out there and they wrote this song um, together. The part in this song, there is a part. How many sopranos or folks that can sing high in the house? How many falsetto singers, like some boys that got some, got some range? How many my tenors, something? Who can do bass and just go like one or two octaves lower <laughs> and just sing it out? So there's this part that I cannot sing. I literally cannot reach these notes. So I need your help. So it kind of goes like this. Well, well hold on, y'all, just a second. Let me show them where it goes. It goes, Jesus, you are always with me. Like super slower and more worshipful than that. And then you go, Jesus, you are always with me. And you see me. And you know me. And you know me, Lord. And you love me just the same. And you love me just as I am. Now one more time. And you see. Come on. And you know me, Lord, and you love me just as I am, just as I am. All right, okay, cool. So let's do that. Can you guys do that when it comes to that part? Because I feel like somebody in this house need these, needs these words so much that I'm willing to go out on a limb and look a little silly. Because when I heard these words on Tuesday night, after having a very painful day, when I heard these words, they ministered so much to me. I hope that if you find yourself in a place of needing some comfort in your grief, in your uncertainty... I hope that these words will do that for you. So I think we could get through the first part, but then when I give it up to y'all, you're going to do it, right? Okay, let's do it. You are my strong tower. Go ahead. Why don't you guys hand clap for this band, too, that gets together? Is it loud enough out there for you guys? Does the, can the instruments drown out my voice? Everybody hum a little. Humming actually reduces stress. Close your eyes if you want to. Just let these words minister to you. 
about that. Put your hand on your heart and on your stomach and just like let the love of God sink into your bones today. I think I'm ready for a peace blessing. How about you? And then we'll sing some more. Oh, you guys sounded so good. I love that. All right. And children, you may run, run, run to the back. Run to the back and meet Miss April. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Zoom church, are you guys hearing us okay? Can I see some heart emojis or claps? And if I don't see any heart emojis or hand claps, I'll know that you've checked out. <laughs> Woo! Yay. Oh, there's nothing like making your the person you're, whose shoes you're trying to feel proud of you. That's nice. Good. She's sick. She's got. A, she's delusional, but it's okay. We, it's okay. We'll take it. You need to receive that. I receive it. Can you all hear me okay? Get up in the mic, yeah. Now, see if I can read this. <laughs> Everybody take a deep breath. That's better. Blessed are the soul-weary, bone-tired ones. 
you who have just continued putting one foot in front of the other for so long, you have forgotten where you're going and don't know if you still want to end up there. Jesus calls to you. Come away by yourself to a quiet place and rest for a while. Blessed are you who are working in healthcare or single parenting or caring for people in any way. You who are so pandemic fatigued, you have no words left for this level of exhaustion. Jesus calls to you, come away with me and rest. Blessed are you whose wounds have changed the way you move about in the world. And now maybe you slump down a little bit or limp where you used to run or hide your smile behind your eyes. May you know tender healing by a compassionate shepherd's hands. Blessed are you so deep in sorrow you cannot see straight. The ones who grieve alone, those who shed their tears in private and wonder if the ache will ever stop. The thing about grief is that it simply demands to be witnessed. May you have the courage to invite someone to the scene today. Blessed are you who feel stuck, who did something and realized it wasn't what you wanted, who want something different but are afraid, who know exactly what you want but don't think you deserve it. The thing about life is that it is full of choices. May you do an old thing in a new way or try a new thing entirely that takes your breath away. And blessed are you who struggle with forgiveness of yourself or of others, but you are tired of drinking poison and carrying that weight. May you open your hands and your heart today to let go a little bit more. Blessed are you who are still becoming and wonder what else you're missing, that you already have what you need within. Like the velveteen rabbit, it is love that makes you real. You are the beloved in Christ. Go away with him and rest. Peace to you. just like being with you guys. I hate COVID. We haven't done this song in a long time. It's where the spirit of the Lord is. There is freedom. And it says that over and over again. And then it says freedom reigns in this place showers of mercy and grace falling on every face there's freedom you know there's something about winners victors they take a posture people that win a lot in life have a swagger have you noticed? Sometimes it goes too far and we don't like those guys. But sometimes it's just the right amount of confidence. And what I've learned in my life, can you guys understand me? Can you hear me? Is that sometimes you have to fake it till you make it. Sometimes you have to put your body in a position that your spirit and your soul can follow. 
So I invite you this morning in this moment to stand with me. Take the posture of a victor. Maybe you need to spread out today. Maybe your spirit needs to inhabit your body in a new way. You need to open your arms. So go ahead and stand with me. Stand with me. Maybe you need to move out into the aisle. Maybe you need to come up here and kneel down on the, on the rug. Or maybe sit on the rug or sit somewhere else. Get comfy. Make it the home. Make it the house. If you would like to sit on the floor and just let this worship work with you, come and get one of these pillows or one of these little, little rugs and get cozy with it. This is your healing from the week. This is why we gather is to get healed. Song is scientifically proven to heal the bones, metabolize trauma. Maybe you need to sway a little bit. Some of my therapists, some of my health workers, my teachers, my nurses, my doctors, my data specialists, my people that have been in the house all week with the kids. Come on. Work it out of you. Freedom. 
Just hold the back of your head and let that brain feel that you're here for it. You're here for this. Freedom reigns. Freedom reigns in this place. Oh, showers of mercy falling on my face. Every face. There is freedom. Jesus reigns in Thank you that there is a spirit of love in this house. Where where there is a spirit of love. Where God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Guys, before you know it, this service will be over. This river will be passed. We'll never pass this way again. I invite you with everything within me to step in. I invite you with everything within me to step into a place of freedom. Maybe you need to get by yourself in this house. Maybe some, the person next to you might just be, you love them and it's good and you're happy they're here, but maybe you just need to get it with God. Just you and your body and God. Um. to put my hands on my heart and my stomach remind me that I'm still here let the head sink down into the heart just for right now the brain has its place and we're so thankful for you brain but just for right now
yes to this. I say yes to this. Just one time a cappella, yeah. Showers of mercy and grace falling on every face. There is freedom. Jesus reigns in this place. Showers of mercy. Falling on every face, there is freedom. Let it settle into your bones. Yes. I say yes to this. I didn't come to play. I came to pray and praise and heal. Being human's tough. Being human together makes it a whole lot better. Lift your hands, stretch your hands out to all these folks that are homesick, recovering. We're going to sing it again. Come on now. Healing rain. Healing rain is falling down. Healing rain is falling down. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. Healing rain.
just sway and love the Lord like you want to? your hands, do something in response to that. Go ahead and be seated. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I'm especially drawn out to a few people, and I want to see, um, Hank, if you would mute those instruments so we could get that buzz, that would be cool. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Meredith's, <laughs> but especially um, Meredith. Here, I'm forgetting your name, last name right now. Yes, honey. Lawler. Lawler, yeah. Meredith Lawler. Meredith Lawler. I'm just, I'm just going to flow with my spirit just a little bit um, and just kind of pray and maybe just say some things to you that might help um, minister to you in a place. But I just feel especially like the Holy Spirit is just drawn out to you today. I just keep getting you in my imagination, and that's kind of how God works with me is like, I'll just keep seeing you, and until I say your name or speak something, like, you won't leave. So all I'm seeing is Meredith Lawler. It's like, Meredith Lawler, come to, <laughs> no, don't come, you don't have to come. But I just, um, I'm just sensing that there's a great healing and a great um, metabolism of things that you're going through that are in this space especially healing to you, and that what would what would take a year to heal would only take a month when you are connected to spirit and all of that beautiful wisdom that you have in your career and in your research and study coupled with your spiritual connection. I just feel like some new things are getting ready to break open for you in your life and your heart is going to even be more involved in what you do. And I just thank you, God. Thank you, God, for speaking to us. Thank you, Jesus. I'm so glad. I'm so glad we hear him and we know him. And I, 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 the way some of this can work is when the Spirit, and as the Spirit is kind of speaking through me or speaking to you personally, you can grab that word. Like if you're like, oh, I wish she said my name first before she said that because that's for me. 
like, um, then that's through you. And so you just take it and you go, oh, thank you. Because when the Spirit's speaking, like, take up your bed and walk. You know, it's that kind of thing. Like, it speaks for eternity. It speaks for eons. It always is that way. So when Jesus spoke to the person at the pool, right, and said, in the name of Jesus, you know, well, he didn't say in the name of Jesus. He was Jesus. <laughs> Wouldn't that be weird? <laughs> so because <laughs> of me, he just said it. You know, he didn't have to pray. He just said, take up your bed and walk. But what did he ask him first? Will you be made well? Do you want to be? Do you want to be made well? Do you want to be? Or is it too scary to be? Is it too scary to know what's on the other side of healing? Sure it is. Of course I understand that. When the limits and the boundaries of sickness have so comforted you and me for so long, it can be a courageous thing to step into one's healing and to step forward. But I hear the Spirit of the Lord speaking to this house today. To w and, the, and the question is, will you be made whole? Do you want to be? Do you want to be? Yeah. And, Meredith, we can talk about that later if you want, but I just wanted to speak it out. And there's a few others. Um, there's a few others. Would you guys pray with me just a little bit to see what else the Spirit would speak? Just kind of spray, you know, all my shaka bobbers do that. And then my, my people that don't like shaka bobbers at all, you don't have to do that. You can just sit there and go, mm-hmm. Just say, mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for your spirit. We thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for your healing. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, Mother. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that you're a mom. I'm so glad that you're a dad to us. I'm so glad that you're a sister or a brother to us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Especially Kelly Kemp. Um, there is healing happening in your body and even in your um, soul that, again, once would take uh, many, 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 many weeks and a long period of time to unravel and even to calm down is going to be expedited and accelerated. And I just, if anybody needs that acceleration word in this house, please take it. It goes on Zoom. Take it. Take that word. If if you feel like you don't know if you're ever going to get over it, um, take it. Take that word today. I just minister that to you. And the places that um, are hurting, especially your physical body, the mind, the headache, I just speak to that to go in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, for your healing and that you do send your word and heal our diseases, that you are our healer, that you are our accelerator. Thank you, Father, for it. Thank you for ministering to your church. Thank you for ministering to us as a body. Thank you for ministering to us as a body. Thank you for ministering to us. Thank you. Thank you, Heidi. I especially just have you in my imagination space, Heidi, this is not the way it's always going to be. This is not how it is. You are not sick, aha, but you are the well and you are the healed of the Lord. And I speak over that repetition and that thing that's on repeat for you, and I just push the, the stop button 
and we push play and we're going forward. We're just going to move forward and not and not repeat that same thing over and over again. If that's for you in the house, just take it. Just take it. It's like, cool. Yes, I don't want to repeat the same mistakes. Yes, I'm ready to move on. Yes, we're calling in this house for the year of resurrections. This is the year of our resurrections, you guys. This is the year of walking in the Christ, walking in the resurrection of Christ. And today I want to continue my message on forgiveness because I believe one of the biggest ways that we can accept the there is a concept in the Psalms that talk about the deep places in a person calling out to the deep places in God. And there are people here right now that you're just, it, it makes me want to curl into myself because it's like you're deeply calling. It's like you're calling for something deeper. <laughs> like you want something so much more. You need it. And I just I issue that word into this atmosphere. I issue that word just like Jesus issued the word, come, Peter, come and walk, come. And the ground was made solid under his feet. When a minister, when a person, when a person empowered and impassioned by the Spirit speaks a word, then it gives you ground to walk on. So I speak into that deep place, and I call it, I call you forward. I call you forward. I call you forward. I have that spirit of the resurrected Christ inside calling you forward, calling you out of the goo and calling you ah into plus some place new. If you can get physical with this word today, like you become the incarnation of the word, you'll get so much more out of this. So I take you from the goo, the thing that has held you back, that, that you just can't, like you can, this is how I'm feeling, it, like you can see through it, but you can't get out of it. You can see what life would be like on the other, but, but it's like you're held back in this goo, this place, and I just release you from that. I just release you from that. Christina, I release you from that. That, that. that thing that holds you down that you can't see, I just break that over you. Everybody, and you can, you can repeat, like if you, like Sean, if like you want to be a part of this, you just repeat what I'm saying. So you just say, yeah, I break that. And just in your own personality, there's no holy way of doing this kind of stuff. This is super uh, naturally, naturally super. It is not holy weird, but this, I am so emboldened to heal us and to bring us to a place of encounter with God. And, I, and so the way you do it, it's just your own personality, like whatever your accent is and whatever your tone is. And even if just on the inside, you just want to say, yeah, I want out of my goo. And maybe you, you cry it out. You groan it out, man. This is a holy work. I hear the spirit of the Lord speaking 
that you would come out of that. Oh, it's like that. It's like, ugh. And you would see through it into something new. I say that over you. I say that and speak that over you. I 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 speak to loneliness. If you need to put your hands in on your face and put your face in your hands and just receive that word if you're lonely, if you're lonely and there's no reason why you should be because you've got everything you could possibly need. You've got your family, your spouses, your friends. You've got, so you've got everybody texting you, but you're lonely. Speak that peace and comfort comfort over you comfort 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 and peace comfort and peace hmm. comfort and peace comfort and peace I pray that you would have a release of tears that you would grieve that place in you, yeah, that place in you that wants to also touch, touch peace and touch healing. I thank you, Father, for your presence. Thank you so much for holding us. Thank you so much for holding us. Thank you, Lord. Robin, Robin, God, God just so totally sees you, just so totally knows you, and just loves you so much just the way you are. I just want to settle and establish you, Robin, today. You are just settled and established right the way, just the way you are. God just loves you, just likes you so much, just likes how you are in the world, just loves you. Oh, wow, just loves you so much, just really enjoys you, enjoys what you do. I just see that. Wow, yeah, I see that. <laughs> so much love. Thank you, Lord, for moving this way. You know I feel weird doing this. So thank you for doing it with me. Thank you for doing it with me. Vicky, Vicky, Ambro Shuke Bravaso Toro Bohora Sitendere Bencho Toro Bohosata. Vicky, every tear, every heartache, every heartbreak, God sees. God knows. God knows you. God knows you and loves you. God is working it out for you. God's working it out for you, even when you can't touch it or be there. I believe that God is working things out in your family situation, working it out. We send the energy, the healing power of God to work it out, to work it out. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. There's, there's a concept in the scripture that says that whatever things you bind on earth will be bound in heaven or in the atmosphere like in your like sphere and whatever things you loose in your sphere in your atmosphere will be loosed in and with the power and the energy of God if we continue to hold on to things far past their life span we carry within us burdens and stones and arthritis the pain and the unforgiveness lodge in our bowels 
and disturb us. This is why the message of the Lord is always, and in Jesus and all the Gospels, is forgiveness. Why? For your own health. That's what we've been talking about. Forgiveness does not exonerate the perpetrator. Forgiveness is a gift you give to yourself. It's a gift you give to the victim. It's, the, it's your way of... <laughs> I want to use a hand gesture, but you basically you're like, uh-uh. <laughs> Can you read between to the li lines and stuff? You see what I'm saying? It's like you're, you're, you're saying, no, we, we're not going to live with this unforgiveness. I'm not going to carry and bind myself to my past. Whatever you loose on this earth and this atmosphere will be loosed and empowered and backed by heaven. We must break the relationship that we have with sin. You have already been delivered from sin. For, for all intents and purposes, all the things that ever needed to be done in Christ were done on your behalf. Paul has a beautiful um, argument in, in Romans 5 and 6 and 7 that talks about that we now need to consider ourselves dead to sin and alive to Christ. Like dead indeed to a self-propelled, self-righteous position in life. We are now broken free from that. And we can now sit in the mercy seat of the, of the all-sufficiency of Christ. That is what we have to reckon ourselves. That, that word there is like, consider it, remember it, know it. And now break your relationship with it. Stop walking with it. And walk instead in newness of life and in Christ. That's what we're talking about. Is breaking that bond that you have with your past. And that, that for me is forgiving myself. Because there's so many places in life that you can misstep and feel regret. And that's okay to feel and reflect on regret. But it's not okay to bind yourself to that frozen place in time and not let the forgiveness of the Lord and the grace of the Lord permeate those stony, rocky, screwed up spots. But let the grace and a good therapist help you figure that out. Let some good journaling, man. I want us to be the healthiest house church on the planet. Healthy inside and out. Authentic. Honest with ourselves. We've been in Matthew 18, talking about the parable of the unforgiving servant. So much has come up for me on this. You know, the, this king it wants to settle debts, and, and he calls in one of his servants who, owns a, who, who owes him a lot of money, 500 lifetimes of debt. And... And the, the servant could never pay it back, so he falls down and begs for forgiveness. Falls down and begs for forgiveness. And the king grants it, grants forgiveness. And that servant goes away and meets another colleague, another servant, who owes him a small amount, five bucks, the equivalent of five bucks. He doesn't even ask him for it, and the servant doesn't even say, I need time to pay the guy just actually goes and starts wailing on him, just violently pounding on this guy, asking for his money, demanding the money, okay? And the other people around see this injustice, this inequity. You were just forgiven so much. How in the world could you not let 
that grace flow through you. Well, the reason why he couldn't let that grace flow through him is because he was bound to it. He was bonded to that thing of what he thought he was owed, what was fair. I'm not just talking about money, currency. I'm talking about relationships. This is what we're learning from these parables. When you insist on your own way and you're being right, you're bonded to it. Nothing can break you free from that. You're like, you owe me. Come on, human beings. <laughs> you ever been there in a relationship? It's like, you owe me. After all I've done. How could you still misunderstand me? Of course, human stuff, all human stuff. But Jesus is coming through in this parable and saying, should you have not also had compassion on your fellow servant just as I had pity on you? We understand these parables from all different angles. There's a prism of meaning in, in these parables. We could take this in a gestalt way and look at this parable and put ourselves in every position of the parable. We don't like to think of ourselves like that. But we can put ourselves in the position of the king. Perhaps we are the king of our own internal family system. And we have two servants on the inside that are at war. Anybody feel like you have multiple personalities at times? Okay. <laughs> you got like the little devil over here and a nice angel, and it's like, what are we doing? Like, that hasn't gone away. What if we looked at this parable as the two servants, as the two parts of you? What about the two hemispheres of the brain? One has been forgiven much. One is binding you to accounting. That's an interesting way to look at it, the left and right brain. Instead of putting this always on the outside and externally with these parables and saying, oh, yeah, that guy should have definitely. <laughs> what about within you? Fighting with yourself. There's a part of you that wants to receive the grace of God, and there's a part of you that wants to get it right. Account. Keep your, hold yourself, what, Kelly, accountable. <laughs> right? We want a bookkeep in here. But what we hear the Spirit of the Lord saying and Jesus saying over and over and over again is that we need to adopt this ecstasy state of mind that we've been talking about all of January where we put ourselves in a position to see things like God sees them and forgive and let grace flow through us. Let the power and the forgiveness flow through us, not bind on earth what we want bound and, and uh, supported by heaven. Absolution, forgiveness, means not only to loosen and to free or to acquit or to dismiss, but it means to dispose of, to completely finish it. When God pardons us, God does not say that God simply understands our weakness or makes allowance for our errors. It's better than that. God disposes of. God is finished with it. The whole of our dead life and raises us up to a new life. This is a nuanced concept of resurrection. It is living in a brand new state of being. Seeing yourself as covered and loose and seeing others as covered and loose. 
all of our gospel is based on this, is based on death and resurrection, all of it. If you consider the prodigal son story, that parable, and the crucifixion, the son, the son in that prodigal son story is forgiven before he even has a chance to give his father his prepared speech. That is so important. When we hold our spouses and our friends to this tight accountability of, well, if they say it right and if they apologize the right way and if they beg for my mercy, forgiveness is something you issue before the person even opens their mouth. It's an inside job. It, it cannot be based out here because we would never forgive anyone if it were based out here. You've got to get it in here first, and the way you get it in here is knowing that you've been forgiven, that God is completely disposed of your dead life. <laughs> Even so, Paul says in that beautiful, beautiful uh, argument in Romans 5, 6, and 7. said, even so, consider yourselves to be dead to sin and your relationship to it broken. And then recognize that you are alive unto God in unbroken relationship with God and in Christ Jesus. And what is sin? So you know at this house, I do not have a traditional view of what religious people think of sin is. So sin, it's basically the word hamartia from the Greek, and it comes from tragedies, Greek tragedies. Um, it was a way, I mean, this was adopted from the Greco-Roman world into our texts because it's not about behavior missteps necessarily, but it's about a state or a condition of being in a self-righteous or in a, um, in a delusional not knowing who you are. That is sin. So you, you, when you don't know who you are, you don't know whose you are, you make terrible judgment calls in your life, which lead to a lot of tragedy. That's Haymartia. It's the idea, you can go Google it. Just Google Haymartia, and you'll see all these cool cartoons and videos about Haymartia and Greek tragedies. And my favorite one, is the story of Oedipus the king. Oedipus did not know his own origins, which caused him to kill his father and marry his own mother. Gross. Wild. The flaw itself is neither good nor bad, but with poor judgment, it leads to inevitable tragedy. That's the picture of sin when you don't know who you are and you act in ways of scarcity, you act in ways of unforgiveness because you don't realize how truly forgiven you are. Does that make sense? It's kind of cool, right? It's not about this list of, of behaviors like preachers have taught for decades upon decades. And it seems when you read our scriptures that sin is if I smoke or if I have sex before I'm married or some kind of arbitrary list of things when really those things actually came from communities and societies of groups that wanted to control certain parts of that society and group. And so it really is a control 
um, manipulation effort to, within a particular society, say, these things are sin according to us. These are, these are our sins. Um, we got, we some, in some societies in our American culture, we got over divorce a long time ago in the church, but I remember as early as thir- nearly 30 years ago, um, my family was very hung up about that, and one of my aunts and uncles got a divorce, and they really, really, really thought that they were in danger of going to hell. Um, and because the scripture would seem to say that if you read it literally. And so we had to move through that, study through that, get some understanding, understand how these texts are translated, and understand what the intention was behind it. And she moved through that and went on to have four more marriages. Hallelujah. <laughs> so uh, that's true. She went that one for 25 years, married to, you know, prescription drug addict for 25 years, finally got loose of that, then went got free and found her motorcycle buddy and her, all these other things. Aunt Judy. I love Aunt Judy. My, my family says that Aunt Judy and I are a lot alike. <laughs> and uh, she's, uh, she's in her 70s now. We text almost every day. And um, it's fun, but. Anyway, you get some freedom around these things, and you realize what the intention in the heart of the scripture was, and it never was to condemn you. I mean, we should see that right in the crux of the argument from Paul. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Ah, who are walking according to the spirit. But it's just simply society and the mores of the culture that make us, oh, don't wear a dress or do wear a dress or all these weird things. Um, I have kept you guys for like so long. I have so much more to say. Obviously, I am full and have some more things, and I didn't get to barely anything. Um, but I want to take communion with you. Um, and so someone can tell the the um, the children's church that communion is about to happen if they want to come in. And I would love for April to join. Or uh, not April, Eve to join me on the, on the piano. And I want this word to settle into your heart, the forgiveness piece. I, we set up the worship space a little bit different. So all of the journaling cards and the rocks that you can leave something stony, I love the picture and the tactile experience of the stones being put into the water, the water baptism, that if you have something in your system that needs to be you need your physical eyes need to see it drop into that jar. Please do that. Also, the journaling cards, and then you can put the cards back in that box when you're done for a later time. And that those are for you for for later, for a year later, whenever you want to read those to yourself. And then also the candles. You can light a candle, say a prayer. We're gonna um, play um, Strong Tower. Yeah, I would love that. And we'll do communion, and so communion is part of it. I want to take communion all together today. So if you come up and get your communion stuff and then go back to your seat and just set it there and then you can do the interactive stuff or do the interactive stuff first. This part of the service takes about, you know, 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. This is your time to kind of just marinate in the word, marinate in the presence. Recognize that you are healed. Receive the forgiveness of God.
blessing as the children come in. Welcome back, children. We're so glad you're back. So glad. To all that is chaotic in you, let there come silence. Let there be a calming of the clamoring a stilling of the voices that have laid their claim on you, that have made their home in you, that go with you even to the holy places but will not let you rest, will not let you hear your life with wholeness or feel the grace that fashioned you. Let what distracts you cease. Let what divides you cease. Let there come an end to what diminishes and demeans and let depart all that keeps you in its cage. Let there be an opening into the quiet that lies beneath the chaos where you find the peace you did not think possible and see all that can shimmer in the storm. Would you stand with me? So again, this is interactive worship time. You can take these one at a time. You can go over there first. You come here next. And at the very end, we're going to take our communion together. And Piper loves communion. I know. It's coming up. And we have Hawaiian Jesus today. Everybody in the house to say, yeah. You might need to take two pieces because your pastor... Jesus, I'm oh, sorry. Oh man. Uh, but there's also gluten free here as well. Um, if you need gluten free, and then if you just prefer prepackaged, uh huh. Yeah, and if you prefer prepackaged, it's there. But do hold it. Go back, receive the blessing from us, and then go back to your to your seat. We'll take it when you're all when we're all done. Bless you, and let's keep it quiet in here. No, no visiting, please, at the moment. This is your time, you and God still to make it real. God bless you as you come.
stand with me as we partake communion elements? And certainly, um, this is, again, interactive, so it's okay if, if people are not quite back in their seats. It's certainly okay, and I trust that everyone at home, Sydney, I see you, and uh, Heidi, I see your heart. was betrayed, he took the bread and he broke it, saying, this is my body broken for you as often as you do this. Remember me. House church, take and eat the body of Christ. And on that same night, this is why we don't go long, usually. That's not true. Um, on the same night, he took the cup. And he said, this is my blood, a new covenant in my love. As often as you do this, remember me. House church, take and drink the blood of Christ. It's always a problem as to where to put these next, right? Don't know what to do with them. Thank you. Thank you, Isaiah. Thank you. Me again. So House Church, our prayers, our energy, and our love is extended as you represent your loved ones. Wherever they may be, in whatever state of sickness or state of healing that they might be, we send our love and our prayers to them for an accelerated healing. And so, beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. In this is love, not that we love and impress God, but that God loves us and gave God's self to be the mercy seat for our sin. In light of this glorious truth, let us be tender-hearted toward one another, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ has abundantly forgiven us. And as we have freely received today, let us go and freely give. Let things be loose in you. May you pass the grace along that you have been so richly given. God bless you, House Church. I love you. <laughs>